السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما رسائدر الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد Every one of us, I'm sure, have traveled on a plane at least once in their life Some of us are frequent travelers but I'm sure everyone here Yeah, I've not got it wrong, have I? I'm sure everyone has traveled on a plane at least once. And what normally happens, I want you to think back of the last time you traveled on a plane. I know it might have been a long time ago for a lot of us because of COVID, but inshallah things are changing. So what normally happens is we get on the plane, you, you go in with a big smile, flight attendant is there, you, you look at your seat and you go straight to your seat and with a smile you sit down, has it ever happened that you've gone onto a plane, you've been shown your seat, and you go to the flight attendant, excuse me, sir or madam, I'd like to speak to the pilot. And the flight attendant would say like, can I help you? Can I be of any service? What can I do for you? Well, I'd like to speak to the pilot. I want to know where he got his education. Did he actually graduate? Uh, at what speeds will he be flying and height today? And did he get drunk last night or not? I've got these questions. Does anybody do that? No. Instead, instead, we go in, we go to our place, we sit down. We don't even know who it is. We don't even know who the pilot is. But we put our full trust and conviction and reliance and trust him and expect him or her to do a brilliant job, not only with, with, with the most precious thing, and we trust them with our lives, and our, our loved ones, our innocent children, our spouse, our parents. Some people get so comfortable that at 3,000 feet high, we even go to sleep, don't we? Yeah, Think, you're thinking of that sleep that you have on the plane in that blanket wrapped up. And this is somebody who we don't even know, we have no idea, but we hold a good opinion. We think positively about the pilot. He's the operator and we just hand it all over. We go back, we sit back, we close our eyes and we have something which we call husnuzan, thinking positively, having good thoughts. And that's it. And that enables you to sit back, relax, and just enjoy the ride, and trust that this person will get me to where I need to get to. Safely, successfully, I'll get to my destination. What about husnul dhanni billah? Thinking positive about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Having positive thoughts about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A very powerful hadith Qudsi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ana inda dhanni abdi bi. The Prophet says that Allah says that I am 
I am what my servant thinks of me. If he thinks good of me, I'm good. If he thinks bad of me, well, bad things will happen. It's up to you. The only thing between you and your goal is you. The only thing stopping you from reaching your destination is you yourself. Nothing else. You don't need, we point fingers. We, we, this is the most powerful thing that we have in this world. Thinking positively about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's handed it over. It's powerful. Anybody that gets this message, right? Your life can change. Not in 10 years, not in 15 years. Whenever you're ready, it's ready to change. Now, because change comes from within. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ana inda abdi bi. I am what my servant expects of me. In dhanna khayran falah. Wa in dhanna sharran falah. Having positive thinking about Allah will help us get through all the ups and downs of life. 2021 has gone. It's been a bit, it's been a roller coaster for every one of us. And if we didn't have husnul dhanni billah, I guarantee a lot of us would have fell in some very deep and dark places. And we probably struggled to get out of them. But every up and down in life that comes, if we learn to face it with husnul dhanni billah, that whatever, whatever situation, no matter how difficult, to always expect that Allah will do good for me. Expecting good from Allah in every situation. This is husnul dhanni billah. And this is what will get you through uh, no matter what, wherever you are. And remember, Allah isn't just all-knowing. He's not just an expert. He is the expert. He is the expert. Al-Khabir, he knows everything. He is the expert. He knows. I don't know. We don't know. He knows everything. He is the expert. He's guaranteed. You put your reliance in him just like you trust the pilot. Okay, Allah knows everything. Now, how arrogant does it sound? Imagine on that plane. Let's go back to the plane. So you're on that plane. You go up to the pilot. You actually get a chance to see him. And you start speaking to him whilst you're up in the skies. And you start asking him like, like so, so when did you graduate? And like, what determines like the speed that you're flying at now? Why is that the right speed? Why do you choose to take, what routes are you taking today? And imagine the pilot asks you like, have you got a degree in like aviation or something? And you go, no, I don't know anything about aviation. How arrogant does it sound? How arrogant does it sound? Somebody has no clue whatsoever about aviation. And you start questioning the pilot in this way, as if you know everything. And we don't do it because we, we trust. In the same way, how bad does it sound and is it? When we're faced with a situation, a turbulence in our life, and then we start saying, Allah, why did you do this to me? Why did it have to, have to happen in this way? Why me? Why now? Why isn't it happening for me right now? Why? What? How? Can you see how it sounds? If we have so much trust and reliance and we think so positively about a pilot who we've never met before and we trust him with our life and our most precious possessions so much so that we're so comfortable 
and we're so confident that he'll get us to our destination that we just relax and fall, fall asleep or we enjoy a movie or you're enjoying your food or meal on the plane or whatever you're doing making friends and acquaintances with the stranger sitting next to you but when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is what's missing if we can learn as Muslims thinking positively about Allah it will get me and you and every one of us through any situation let's make this year 2022 a year of this year is going to be different I'm not going to be the same person as I was last year this is going to be the new version of me the new version that has the greatest power that you can have on planet earth is because Allah says if you think good of Allah that's how he's going to be with you Allah will deal with you according to your expectations of him you've got it that's all you need there's nothing more you need that's it Allah's given it to you it's a matter of you now taking that belief and believing it just like you trust the pilot who's the pilot of our life towards our journey to the hereafter who's the operator none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's the expert he's the all-knowing and letters from the Quran and remember more one more thing remember he doesn't want harm for you does he want harm for you Allah loves me and you more than our mother's lovers Allah doesn't want to harm you Allah doesn't want you to be kind of sort of miserable unhappy unfulfilled unsatisfied not reaching your targets and goals Allah wants you to reach your optimum and that's why he's created you otherwise he would have never created you Allah wants the best for you do you want the best for yourself and do you think the best about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thinking positive about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let's take some examples from the Quran first of all Ibrahim alayhi salam you know Ibrahim alayhi salam when he was young we know that the disbelievers they dug a pit and they lit a fire in there for months on end they ignited this fire so huge that if a bird was to fly just nearby it would roast and fall down and just fizzle into pieces Ibrahim alayhi salam was casted into that fire from a distance and what happened this was a difficult challenging situation in his life but not for one moment did he think he didn't think I, Allah I, I'm, I'm Ibrahim like I believe in you I love you why are you doing this to me I pray I fasted in Ramadan I say La ilaha. I can see Mark and John and, and, and Samantha and all of them they're enjoying themselves nothing's happening to them but why me Abdul Rahman Ahmad Aisha Hafsa why is this happening to me no he didn't think that in that situation he had he knew and told himself Allah will never ever disgrace me Allah always wants good for me and he thought positive of Allah what was what did it lead to his his thinking positive of Allah led him to the miracle that we read about in the Quran that Allah says to the, to the fire Qul, ya naru kuni ala Ibrahim, that the fire became cold on Ibrahim salam and peaceful how did it become like that all he said was Hasbi Allahu wa Allah is sufficient for me 
and he's the best protector. It didn't seem like Allah was protecting him at the time because he was being casted into the fire. But even as he's going towards the fire, he's saying, Hasbi Allahu wa ni'mal. He didn't give up. He didn't give up. That was one incident. Moving on, we have later on in the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam, he was instructed to leave his wife and newborn child in a, in, in a desert where there's nobody whatsoever. And he drops them off and he's walking away. And his wife calls out to him, my hubby, my husband, my beloved, like what are you doing? What are you doing? Come back, don't leave us. You're deserting us. And then she says, did Allah tell you to do this? And he just nods. That was it. The Haja, the wife of Ibrahim, her husnul dhanni billah, her positive thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did it lead them to? She said, if Allah has told you, then he will never neglect us. No matter, it didn't, it didn't seem like it at the time. There was no one else there. But she goes, if Allah has told you to do this, Allah will never neglect us. Her husnul dhanni billah led to the gushing of the water of Zamzam that you and I have today. And also, as believers, we've been told to emulate that lady. Why? Because of her husnul dhanni billah. You go to Mecca, you have to go from Safa to Marwa, and Marwa to Safa, and walk in the footsteps of that woman. Why? Because of her husnul dhanni billah, her thinking positive of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many years later, Allah blessed Ibrahim alayhi, sorry, some years later, after Ibrahim alayhi salam's son Ismail had grown, Allah showed him a dream. And in the dream, he sees he has to sacrifice his son. Now you tell me, you've got children with you, right? Probably one of the most tragic experiences for some kind of harm. May Allah protect all our children. May Allah bless those who don't have children with pious offspring. Those who have children, may Allah make their children pious. But some harm to come your child, especially if you've got a child after so many years of trying and Allah's granted you, that's the most precious thing to you. And Allah is saying, Ibrahim, I want you to not smack your child. I want you to slaughter your child. Slaughter your child. Not for one moment did he think because he trusted Allah. He knows Allah will never want anything bad for me. Nothing ever. In Islam, they, Allah will never, ever, ever want anything bad to happen to me. None of Islam's ruling can ever be damaging, bad, tarnishing for me, for my reputation, for my family or any. I might not understand the wisdom now, but in the greater picture, in the grand plan of things, it can never be bad. It can never be harmful. It can never be unhealthy. It has to be 101% positive and good because that's all Islam is. And not, not only was he on such an optimum level of husnul dhanni billah, he asks his son Ismail. And it was the result. Ismail said, Dad, if, if, if that's what Allah has told you to do, then do it. Go ahead with it. And it was the husnul dhanni billah and thinking positive of Ismail at that time which led to you and I celebrating every single year Eid al-Adha. We eat, we feast, but we don't learn the lesson of husnul dhanni billah. Always, always expecting good and positive from Allah in every situation. Never to think negative about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And another example, Zakariya alayhi salam. 
Prophet Zakariya salam in his old age. Now you get every single doctor in this room. Bring every doctor from the world, every professional. And no matter how experienced they are, they will tell you if there is a man who is 100 years old and his wife is 95 years old and they want to conceive naturally, naturally, no doctor in the world can make this possible. They will, and especially if the woman couldn't have children anyway in her early youth days, if she was barren, Quran says she was barren, like she couldn't have children. Some people, Allah makes them like that. Again, for a certain reason. Allah knows, I don't know. We don't know, but He knows best. He's more kinder to us than we are to ourselves. We claim to love. Allah loves you more than you love yourself. The compassion you have for yourself and your feelings, Allah loves you much more than that. So that desire that you have, that I really want this, well, Allah wants it more for you, but He knows something else might be better for you. So, no doctor in the world will tell you that that's possible. But it didn't deter him. Thinking positive about Allah by Zakariya What did it lead him to? It led him in the age of 100 and his wife being almost 90 and her being originally barren to have a child blessed by Allah and Allah also named him Yahya the first Yahya to ever come in the world. He carried on praying and he prayed. He didn't think twice. Why? Because he expected the best from Allah. And if you do that, the impossible can become possible. Because for Allah, nothing, the limitations, we, we put the limitations on ourselves. For Allah, nothing is impossible. And if you have Allah with you, there is one way to have Allah with you, and that is expecting good from Allah at all times. The hadith says, Allah says in this hadith, Qudsi, Allah will deal with you according to your expectation of Him. And then we come to Rasulullah. That journey of migration, when they were in that cave, him and his best friend Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, and Abu Bakr says, O Messenger of Allah. If the disbelievers just look down towards their feet, they're going to see us. They were hiding in the cave. If they were to look down towards their feet, we'll become exposed and our security compromised. And what did the Prophet wasallam say? Ma Allahu thalithuhuma. The husnul dhanni billah. Thinking positively about Allah in that situation. What did he say? Oh Abu Bakr, don't worry about it. Allah is with us. You think Allah is going to let us down? Will Allah let you down? That, that's not how Allah works. If you work for the sake of Allah, Allah will never let you down. In Allah, la never ever. It won't happen. You might think you felt been let down. That's your problem. That's your incorrect judgment and thinking. Allah will never let the believers down. Never. It doesn't happen like that. And that trust and reliance in Allah and his husnul dhan led him to be in that cave next to the believers. And Quran is saying, فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ السَّكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ That Allah sent down tranquility and peace upon the Prophet wasallam and Abu Bakr anhu. The Quran is filled with examples like this. Now you might think these were all prophets. We're simple lay people off the street. We're random people. Just, you know, we don't compare us to the prophets. So I'll give you other examples. The Quran covers everything. 
every scenario that you can think of, every challenge you possibly went through last year in 2021 has been covered in the Quran and the solution is there as well. So if you went through financial hardship in 2021 and you're struggling financially, well, Allah says in the Quran, Think Think positively about Allah because Allah says He has taken the responsibility to feed every creature, not just human, every creature on this earth. Since the day, at this moment today, you may be struggling financially. But just think about it. From the time before you came into this world, when you were in your mother's womb, who was feeding you at that time? When you came in the world, who fed you at that time? Who has sustained you up until today? And even now, who is sustaining your kidneys, your lungs, your heart, your blood circulation that's going around your body? Who's sustaining? This is risk as well. This is provision. Never think Allah's letting me down. I'm struggling. I'm going through it. Yes, you may be struggling, but Allah's not against you. He's not your enemy. Allah wants the best for you. Read this verse and believe in him. That the same Allah that has fed me and provided for me up until now, those who are jobless. If you're seeking for a job and you don't read the verse of the Quran, Allah says, Your sustenance is in the heavens and nobody can touch it. Nobody can tell Allah's written for you how much sustenance you're going to have. Nobody can touch it in the world. Your money is your money. Your wealth is your wealth. Nobody can take it from you. Think positive about Allah. When we start thinking positive about Allah, life will change. Life will be different regardless of what situation. If you're going through sickness, you're going through issues with your health. Read the verse of the Quran, thinking positively about Allah. When I become ill, it is He who cures me. If you have a Shafi on your side, have you got anything to worry about? If you've got, think Paul, he is a Shafi. I might go to the doctor. I might take the medications. But who's going to cure me? Only a Shafi. He is a Shafi. Only he can cure me. And similarly, if you're overwhelmed, if you're overwhelmed with debts, with worries, with problems that you can't get over, remember the verse of the Quran, أَمَّن يُجِيبُ الْمُضْطَرَّ إِذَا دَعَى فَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءُ that those people who are in a state of desperation, Allah is the one who answers those who are most desperate at their most difficult time. And He is the one who removes their difficulties. Have husnul dhanni billah. Those who have spent 2021 disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And shaitan has come to you and told you, you're a loser. You're going to the hellfire. You've got no chance. You've got no leg to stand on. What face are you bringing to the masjid? Remember in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, go to those slaves of mine who spent the whole year committing sins and tell them, what message should we tell them? Qul ya ala what message should we give them, O oh Allah? Allah, tell us please, what should we tell them? Allah is giving you a message. What did he say? La never give up on the mercy of Allah because Allah will never give up on you. Allah will never give up on you. Why do you give up on Allah? Believe in Him, trust Him, rely on Him, and think good of Allah. This is the message.
thinking positively about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you are in a situation where you've been oppressed, you've been wronged, again, husnul dhanni billah, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَأَنصُرَنَّكْ وَلَوْ بَعْدَ I, I will make sure, I will make sure that your rights are fulfilled. I will make sure that you get paid back. I will make sure that justice is meted out, even if it's after a short while. And those people who are looking towards the suffering and the plight of the Muslims and think, where is the Ummah going today? Muslims are starving. Muslims are degenerated. Muslims are illiterate. Some people talk like this all the time. The Prophet says, those people who say the people are just, the people are messed up. In, the, in reality, that is the most messed up person. The hadith says, those people who are always talking about everything's messed up, everything. You're the most messed up person for speaking so negatively all the time. But if, it, if you're one of those people who are always looking at the plight and the sad stories and negativity, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I, I and my prophets and my believers, we are going to be successful. Victory is going to be for the believers, even if it happens after some time. We will dominate. So this is the message from today. I end by mentioning one thing. If you ever go through challenges, and this has probably happened to all of us, that you're going through a challenge in a difficult period, and at that time you absolutely hate it. Nobody likes challenges. You absolutely hate it. You detest it. You think, why is this even happening? And later on in life, when you look back, you think that was the best thing that could have ever happened in my life. That was the best thing that could have ever happened in my life. At that time, you just absolutely hate it. And Quran speaks about this as well. Many a times you hate something, but that's good for you. And you love something, but it's bad for you. And the main point is this. This is the benchmark. This is the key. Allah knows and you don't know. Allah knows and you don't know. You know, there was a brother who was attending Quran classes in another city. So one city to another city, he would travel every single day to learn Tajweed, to get this ijaza in Tajweed that he really wanted. So for the sake of Allah, he's traveling many, many miles, going from one place to another, learning the Quran. In this process, once he got a speeding ticket and he became really upset and quite dejected, thinking, I'm going for the sake of Allah, I'm learning the Quran, and this, look, I've landed with this fine, this speeding ticket. And people around him told him, look, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Some years later, he was illegal, by the way. Some years later, they changed the law and they said, if you want a work permit, you need to show that you were in this country two years ago. The only thing he had to prove that he was in this country was that parking ticket, that speeding ticket. At that time, sometimes you love something and it's not good for you. Sometimes you hate something and it is good for you. Now, many people, you advise them and you speak to them. And you tell them, look, you need to change your ways. And this is the kind of language, oh, I'm going to the hell anyway. I'm going to hellfire anyway. Okay, I'm a loser anyway. 
Well, that's not how it works. You can't just say, I'm going to think positively about Allah and then not do anything about it. No. Hassan al-Basri rahmatullah says, those who think positively about Allah, that positivity leads you towards positive actions. So you need to do positive actions and think good about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who think negatively about Allah, that leads you to negative actions. So the change is within, your, within yourself. And finally, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, none of you should die. None of you should die except, except that you are thinking positively about Allah. I make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us people that always in every situation, every scenario, we always think positively about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَلْحَمْدُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ can I ask just before the other starts, if we all stand up in our places, please, and move forward. Any gaps, any spaces that you see, please fill them in. There are brothers waiting outside to come inside. Let us make space for them. Jazakumullah khaira. Keep moving, keep moving until all the gaps are filled. Once you see and notice every space has been taken, then please sit down. Jazakumullah khaira.